Good evening, guys and gals. You have stepped into Wine Folk Conversations with your girl, Alicia L. Williams, your sales conversation expert. Here we talk about life, love, travel, sales, techniques, and a whole lot more. Why I am sipping my glass of wine of choice for the evening. WTF, you guys. It is wine time, finally. So tonight, and if I sound a little breathy, it's because I had I ran my fat tail upstairs so I could record this podcast this evening. Woo, honey. Yes, I would say I'm fat. I'm hitting 170, and it's not doing good with my knees. But anyway... What I'm sipping on tonight is from California, from a company called Dark Horse. And this one is in a bottle because they do come in cans or bottles. And so if you ever see a can that's somewhere in a store and it has wine, it's probably a Dark Horse product. But tonight I'm having the Dark Horse Rosé. And it's in the bottle, of course, because I really don't like the canned wines, but I will take a canned wine on a trip, road trip. It's dry and it's crisp and it tastes really good with, um, well, you can taste a little fruit. It's really fruity. And when you sniff it, mm, it smells so good. You can smell florals. Um, you can smell probably some berries or something like that so from the from my palate it seems like it will be really good with um barbecue some chips and dip well I know it's good with chips and dip because I went to one of my uh, a client of mine that I sold a house to they had their um housewarming last night and I uh got some of their chips some of their dips and chip to go and baby sipping this rosé with this with that chip and dip was is good so I'm on my second glass right now okay and it's also good with barbecue I had a barbecue rib that I have from there and I'm but I can see and I have put I have put beef and um carbs down but I can taste a nice smoky burger topped with blue cheese with this wine oh my gosh my mouth is watering oh my goodness okay so today's topic is don't forget to follow me on twitter and instagram and stuff like that i'm getting my stuff together the content is going to be a little bit more better i'm getting i have my um graphic team working on my stuff you guys will be so proud and there's so much stuff that is going on in the making I am so blessed the Lord put me in a really good position really really good position okay all right so tonight's topic is shoulda woulda coulda oh Lord I know you're like oh my gosh let me think about this shoulda woulda coulda have you ever missed a relationship a life moment 
business opportunity. I'm talking about chances to make money. I mean, anything like that. Something that has come across. And later in life, you come across your path. And then later in life, you're like, damn, I should have. I would have. Or I could have. You know, only if. But of course. But stop living in the past, okay? Um, I've had a lot of experiences like that. Man, I could tell you right now. I'm, I'm talking about a lot. So let me start with a life experience, okay? And I have several life experiences. And some people might think um, it's about how early I started having kids or um, my first marriage or my second marriage. But no, my biggest shoulda, woulda, coulda in my whole life experience is the military. Y'all, I was set up. You hear me? So when I was in high school, I was in ROTC. I was in ROTC for four years straight. Okay. And while I was in ROTC, um, if anybody is from Dover, Delaware, and you went to Dover High, um, and you were in ROTC, if you guys remember Colonel Onions, spell onion, <laughs> but it's Colonel Onions, may he rest in peace. And Sergeant Wilson, may he rest in peace. They were our teachers. And um, I was in Air Force ROTC, but I did not want to be in the Air Force. So Dover Air Force Base, if you don't know this, I need you to get your history together. So Dover Air Force Base is um, one of the largest Air Force military bases in the world. And it holds the United States mortuary. My mom used to work there. My dad used to be out there. And that's where they met. The man that I call my dad. But anyway, that's where they met. And um, that's, I mean, it's Dover Air Force Base. Okay, so. I was in high school. I was in Air Force ROTC. And um, they were prepping us to go into the military. Now, I just want y'all to know that these ROTC people, they are bona fide recruiters. Okay? So they are like the referrals to the recruiters to get you recruited to go into the military when you're in high school. And where I made a major mistake is knowing that my parents were in the military. My mom was in the military and Mr. Richard, my dad, he was, um, he was still in the air force at the time when I was in high school. So where I made a mistake is because I, I don't know why, but I've always tried to handle things myself. I've just always been that person. I started working when I was 14 years old at Taco Bell. I've always tried to handle things myself because I never wanted to put a burden on my mother. Okay. Now I put, I ended up putting a burden on her. I'm getting ready to tell you about it, but I wanted to be an independent child because she was struggling from a divorce. She was going through some mental issues and I know that because I know that now I know she was going through some mental issues 
And I can't blame her for a lot of stuff that went on because she's not the only one that was going through this thing, these things. We were going through them too as kids, but um, that's a whole nother story. But my mom, I mean, my biological father was the devil, okay? So, and I don't care who listens to this, my siblings, and there's a whole bunch of us, because <laughs> he, he, he was a, a, I ain't gonna say a rolling stone, but he was, he, he, he kept house in a lot of places, okay? But, um, he was, he, he, he was, um, anyway, and he was in the, in the army too. He did Vietnam, but anyway, back to, um, school, but anyway, so we were, prepped to go to the military so you had to pick a branch I chose the Navy and I tell you the Navy wanted me I took the ASVAB test the the pre-test I took the full test I was supposed to be a nurse people don't even know that I was going to go away to the military and be, be a nurse and then my fast tail goes and end up getting pregnant. Okay. So I got pregnant. And all I heard this recruiter say was, and maybe he worded it right and I didn't want to hear it. But when he came into that room and to do our monthly, because it just all of a sudden, like I was, my stomach was flat. And then all of a sudden, boom, it just started sticking out. And, um, he was like, and I was cut. I was, I think I had on a sweatshirt and a jacket. That's when Gangsta B was out. The hat, Carhartt. I had on a Carhartt jacket. I had on a plaid shirt and some jeans. He says, McNeil, are you okay? Is there something you need to tell me? And I said, um, well, um, pregnant? And he was like, you are in high school. What the heck made you get pregnant? Now, I wasn't a disrespectful kid back then, but I, in my mind, as I think about it right now, I'm like, having sex but you know I want to use the F word but anyway he decided to get pregnant I was like look it just happened what do I need to do because I want to pursue my career and he was like oh you're messed up I'm like wow I messed up he said yeah the only way you're gonna do be able to do it is you get married or you give your kid up for adoption and in my head I was like Yo, I sure don't want to marry, dude. And I said, now nah, I got pressure. He going to tell me, my mom already told me I had to marry this man. And then he going to tell me I had to marry this man. What in the world? So I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Anyway, so I, I, I got scared. I was like, well, you know what? I said, well, then forget it. I'm not going into the military. Oh, he got mad. He started cussing. He hit the, he hit the desk. And I remember like it was yesterday. He was like, do you know what you're doing to your life right now? 
all because you want to open your legs to some loser. And he said something real. But you know, being that young, you just like, I'm just like, oh, okay, um, who are you talking to? You know, like, I'm like, you're scaring me right now because I wasn't really a defiant child. I didn't talk back. I didn't curse at adults. I didn't do um, all of those disrespectful things that these ungrateful ass kids do today. Oops, I dropped the A-bomb. Sorry. But I didn't do any of that. But I was scared. And I was saying to myself, what in the world am I going to do? So what should I do? So um, I had a couple of options. I could have gave my daughter to my aunt. I could have gave my daughter to her godmother. And she has the most wonderful godmother ever. One, um, my, my twin, my twin god sister's mother. So I was like, I'm not doing that. All I had in my head is I got to give up my kid. He didn't say anything about temporary custody, um, power of attorney. He didn't use any of those words. He just said I had to give my kid up and I don't think he used adoption, but I heard I had to give my kid up and I was like, no, I'm not doing this because this child, I, I, I just I just had to have this one. There's a a lot of reasons why I had to have this one. But I had to have this one. So I said, okay, I'm going to have her. And I didn't do it. After I had her, another recruiter called me and asked me if um, I was ready to go into the Navy. And I said, I would, but I've gained some weight. So they sent me down to the... um, Navy uh, recruiting place down by Dover Mall and I went down there and they took my BMI and had a little little I didn't even have no back roll I I don't even think I was a buck 40 I don't even think I weighed that much because after I had my baby I lost all I I lost a whole lot of weight I breastfed I, I wore a girdle. I did that. I did all of that stuff. I lost a lot of weight. But they said I was too fat to go into the Navy. But if I wanted to, I could go into the Air Force if they would take me. Or if I wanted to, I could go in the Army. They know they would take me. And so right now I'm feeling insulted because I wanted to go into the Navy. So I didn't, I just got upset. And walked out of the office and never went back. So fast forward to today. There's some things that I have gone through in life that are big struggles that I could have made a decision and fixed where I what fixed myself to go into the Navy. It wasn't a lot of fat, but as fine as I was, you wasn't calling me fat. I, I was fine. Because I think about it now, I was fine. But back then, I was fat. I was fat to people in school. I was fat to a a lot of people. I had no waist. My waistline was really, really small. I had no stomach, even after having a baby. Yeah, I had thick thighs and a big butt. And that's what made me fat. And that, right now, that bothers me. that, That right now, we have kids and when I say kids, we talk. I'm talking about young girls going to get plastic surgery for their breasts, 
they're going to get um fat transfer using their income tax money to get the fat transfer from their midsection to their butt and all that stuff it just it just makes me upset because then i was fat now if you think about it i was fine that don't make sense but anyway that was the thing that i wish i would have did i would have went into the military i should have gone into the military i should have uh, because i would have been in a better position i think with all of my intelligence i would have been upgraded a little bit better because i would have a little bit more discipline than what i have now okay so uh, another example is business i missed the opportunity to partner with someone who was producing millionaires okay well is producing millionaires and when i got the phone call from her she was just like i got an i started another business and i know you got it i've been watching you you've been on my team before you got it all you need to do is grab it and and go and let me coach you blah 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 and i was like i don't i don't know i'm scared i don't know if i want to do that and i don't know if i don't do this and not only did she call me, she had her her um, assistants and all of them people call me, and I missed that boat. But when I got a call from someone for this current business I'm in, I was like, "Man, shoot, y'all can! I'm I'm ready. My credit card is ready. I'm going. I went and got me a." Uh, um, one of those credit cards to help build your credit, and I start. I put that dag on um, overhead on my credit card and paid it off. 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 Built my credit score, and shoot, clean, 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 clean. I'm in a really good position now because what I said I was not gonna do, I wasn't gonna have a shoulda, woulda, coulda, and miss this boat. You understand what I'm saying? I was not gonna do it. Time and position is everything when it comes to network marketing businesses okay but it depends on the product you have to be smart about the product and you have to be smart about the compensation plan okay if someone comes to you for an opportunity be smart about the product be smart about the person who's going to coach you and be smart about the compensation plan okay and i've I've said a, a mouthful because when i got into this business i knew nothing and I couldn't coach people the way I wanted to coach them. And then my um, upline stepped in and started coaching people for me. Cool. All right. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. At first, I was in my feelings about it. But then again, when I saw the light, I was like, you know what? Now it gives me an opportunity to become, I get my own personal development so that I can coach my own team and I'll start a whole nother group in the same organization. It's called Goal Builder. I went Goal Builder once, twice. I can do it a third time and start coaching my own people. That's all I have to do. But when you when when you find the people who want to be coached, who will make the time for their business, who will understand the, the difference between overhead and fees, then you're gonna have a strong, strong team. Okay? Now, we are in a state of isolation. I don't want to say all the other stuff and everything because, eh, that's it, it, it's isolation. Quarantine, isolation, dominance, same damn thing. Okay? 
And that started about two months or so ago, okay? And when the stuff started, I was like, man, they shut down everything. I went to, we went to Jamaica on a business trip. I didn't even get a chance to enjoy myself the way that I normally enjoy myself in Jamaica. Didn't get to do that. But baby, when we get back, because I done learned the system of transit there and everything, it is going to be on and popping. It is. But without even catching a shuttle, you want to know about it? Let me know. The shuttles cost a a shuttle took us from Montego Bay, Jamaica to um, Falmouth and made a couple of stops, charged us $100. The next time I went to Montego Bay, I, we spent, I think, $7 per person from Falmouth to Montego Bay. You got to understand the hustle. That's why I get in here and I start looking at things and seeing how to maneuver around because I own a travel business, there's certain things that I can get and everything like that. I'm like, yes, but that transportation is the bomb. I'll tell you about it if you want to know about it. All you got to do is DM me on you know, Instagram or Facebook and I can tell you about it. So um, I kept saying to myself, you know what? Let me book some flights. Let me Let me book some resorts for next year because everything is real cheap. And I just kept... Putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. I mean, so even even for later this year, just kept putting it off. Just keep putting it off, keep putting it off. But man, have you checked flights lately? Have you checked the rates on a lot of stuff? This stuff has gone pew. When I tell you, I went to a Marriott hotel and stayed in Florida to get my daughter out of her dorm into an apartment. I didn't even pay $100 for... How, how many nights were there? I think we were there three nights. I didn't even pay $100. Didn't even pay $100. I was like... And this ain't had nothing to do with, 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 with travel discounts. Nothing at all. It was just straight up fucking. Didn't even pay $100. Then, when before we went there, I had to send her back... And it was either send her back on a Greyhound for a 19-hour drive or send her back on a flight. And that flight took her six hours. <laughs> but baby, she flew for 50 bucks. And y'all know those little airports cost a whole lot of money to fly into. Tallahassee in it's not an international airport. It's a regional airport. It's a little bitty airport. And she flew. Her flight was so inexpensive. I paid for every level of upgrade that I could. The basic price would have been $50. I spent like $89. But she had all types of protection. She was able to sit in first class. <laughs> All of that stuff. <laughs> you hear me? I was like, man, let me go ahead and look and find some flights because we are supposed to go to Dubai in October. But the way this situation is going right now, we're going to have to reschedule that for next year. But that's okay. That's okay. That's fine. But I need to go ahead and get our flights for next year. So, 
just, I mean, just think about it. All right. Um, y'all life is too short. A lot of my classmates have trans transition. And when I, I look at the number, I'm like, man, I don't have any time to lose. Like it's getting to the point where people are probably scared to go to the hospital or scared to go to the doctor to see what's going to be going on with them. Shoot. I know I've had a scare. And those folks told me they they thought I had cancer. I thought I was going to, I was like, okay, I'm getting ready to check out of here. (laughs) I wasn't ready and I wasn't claiming it really, but I was like, okay, well, let me prepare myself. anyway life is too short y'all so today I take leaps I jump off the cliff I might stop in midair every now and then but I jump off the cliff and um I saw an opportunity to grab a new husband to start not one not two but three streams of income um, first, it's my travel business. And I ain't going nowhere with that. I am sticking my head in the compliance bowl and making sure I read policies and procedures all the time because they do change. So I, I make sure I stay look, stay keeping my head in that because I don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize that stream of income. Um, my second one is real estate business. I'm a buyer's agent. That's my passion to help people buy homes because man, with my life situations, there was, there were times that I wanted to buy a house and it's always an agent that does not want to help you just because one, you couldn't get pre-approved. Maybe it's because of credit. Maybe it's because of income, but they don't want to work with you. They don't want to talk to you. It's like, okay, can't get pre-approved. Boom forget it talk to you later goodbye but I'm not that person um I help people okay um and the next one is um my sales coaching business that's my third screen income and the reason why I picked sales is because hell that's what I've been doing all my life sales I went into bacon that's sales I was in the um, beverage industry, that's sales. The only time I wasn't in sales, well, shoot, when I worked in fast food, hey, that's sales. When when I was a waitress, these teenager jobs, waitress, fast food, that's sales. And let me let, listen, let me just go back to this real quick, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. So let me let me let's talk about customer service. That's actually gonna be another podcast. But customer service is part of sales. Every time I have a bad experience, I'm going to tweet about it. If I have a good experience, I'm going to tweet about it. But sometimes I get so excited about the good sales experience or service experience, I forget to tweet. But y'all, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to y'all with guns. It should not be that hard to be nice to a person 
I don't care if you're having a bad day. You should always be nice to your customers. Don't go to work and clock in. There are a lot of people who are looking for jobs right now. Have you guys looked at the unemployment rate? Okay, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna preach on that. That's another podcast. That's the next one. All right, so anyway, I wanna credit God for all of my good dealings and putting me in the midst of influences of people who actually influence you and not beat you down. They actually help you and not beat you down, not exclude you because of mistakes or emotional problems. Some people are going through things and I know you're not supposed to take that stuff out on people. I know this. And that's what I'm talking about with customer service. I know you're not supposed to take nothing out on people. But have you ever thought about when the gun starts popping, how did the trigger get pulled? Have you ever thought about that? Probably not. But I credit God for all for putting me in, in the midst of people. Even when he said, you might need to try that. You might need to try that. And I was hard-headed. He gave me a second chance. He gave me a second chance. And I, 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 I truly thank him for it. So that's it, you guys. Thank you for joining Wineful Conversations. My name is Valicia L. Williams. And I want you to remember this. If someone speaks bad about you, it's because they feel bad about themselves. So go out there and uplift people. Sprinkle sunshine on everybody, all right? Uplift people with praise. You guys have a good evening. And thank you for tuning in. Bye.